0: cowboy you'll want to take me for a ride you better settle up because there's some things that you gotta get right i know that you ain't from around here let me lay down all the rules i ain't no of whiskey nobody takes me for a fool there's only one way to jump and that's boots and all
1: that's oh, boots and all we're in boots and all with Kaylee bell's country music she's converted me um, Never used to listen to country music. Sammy Hewitt, the regular producer, he's always tried to get me into it. But uh, Kayleigh Bell did a better job of it than Sammy. Uh, and she joins us on the show now, which is a great pleasure. Great privilege. Kaylee, welcome in.
0: How are you? Mate,
1: I'm good. I'm good. And I've never had a country artist come out as my most played on Spotify as long as I've had Spotify. <laughs> so you have cracked the big nut there.
0: I have. You've changed. (laughs) You've definitely (laughs) changed. And
1: I like it. You've been to and fro backwards and forwards from New Zealand a lot this year.
0: Yeah, it's been like a yo-yo. I think it'll be five or six times to America this year. So um, at some point I will sort that out. But in the interim, it's been amazing to be able to you know, finally lay some roots down in Nashville and find a bit of a home there, but also... You know, keep things going here in New Zealand, like we've just had so many cool things happen lately that I want to be here and um, celebrate the growth of country music that's happening kind of like right before our eyes right now.
1: You've had a few catalysts that have ramped you up and ramped you up. Of course, there was the very famous Keith song on The Voice in Australia, and you won awards in Australia. Then you played Support for Ed Sheeran in New Zealand, which did no end of good for your profile here in New Zealand. (laughs) Like, strategically, it couldn't have really worked out better. Yeah, it's pretty wild, isn't
0: it? I mean, I think of COVID and, you know, we didn't really play a gig for two years, but then I found myself kind of, with this opportunity to go on The Voice, which happened like within two weeks, I was there in Australia. It was all on, and it's funny how I look back and it's almost like that was one of the best things I could have ever done. Um, in terms of you know, like there was no opportunity around, but I went out and I like, found whatever opportunity I could, and that has kind of definitely been the spark of everything again. And like you said, then we got the chance to open for Ed, which was just one of those real career moments. You know, like those opportunities don't come around every day, and I feel like we kind of just took it and ran. And um, there's a the beauty of being on this industry and working your butt off for 10 years and then finally having some things happen. I just think, I just feel so much more ready for things when they do happen now, which is also a really nice thing.
1: Yeah, I guess there'd be any opportunity, nothing would scare you anymore. When, you, when you've when you played to pack stadiums with Ed, you, you've rubbed shoulders with him in a support crew and all that sort of thing. Did you Did you feel like um like the belonging part of your career or something like that because I know a lot of artists and athletes and all that they have a bit of imposter syndrome sometimes you feel it you, you come across as quite comfortable with where you're at in, in your life at the moment.
0: Thank you yeah and I definitely still suffer from you know nerves and imposter at times but I've always been pretty good at you know perspective and bringing things back to like reality um, and what you're actually trying to do and um, yeah, I just think the older you get, the less you start to care as well, which is also really great. And I'm definitely at an age now where, you know, you get the chance to hang out with Ed and realize that he's just a really normal person and he's just worked really hard for what he's got as well. And, I don't know, something just kind of settles in eventually, which has been a really nice I feel like, gross
1: period in the last 12 months. Yeah, this uh, I often hear interviewers ask this question. I think it's a bit naff, but I feel like I want to ask it. Uh, what is your why? Why do you do, and what drives what you do?
0: I mean, I'm such a music fan. Like, I started singing when I was four years old, and I just caught whatever bug that was that I cannot live without music. Like, if I was not playing music, I... I would be involved in some way because i'm just such a fan i just feel like music music changes people's lives and it lifts people up and it heals people and i don't know i just think the world would be very boring without it um and so for me it's like i think my purpose i've been thinking about this lately and i really do think my purpose to be on this planet is to connect with people and hopefully make people feel better um and so i'm really conscious of anytime I meet with people, I do a lot of meet and greets after shows. I always want to leave people better than I found them. I think that's a real big thing um, with, in terms of what like you said, with, with my purpose and, and what drives me is I really want to leave people feeling better about themselves and about the world.
1: And the other thing I really like about you is uh, is your Instagram because you let us into your life, and we'll see you in some guy's living room in Nashville who just wanted a bit of a hand with some chords, and you bring other people. and Can you tell us about the music community in Nashville and what it's like? Sure,
0: it's pretty amazing. Like, there's actually nowhere like it in the world. Um, it's a really big city, but it's very small town feeling, and everyone is one degree away from connecting to the next. You know, i work been working in a studio recently with some amazing players who, you know, they were in the same studio playing with Keith Urban the day before. And <laughs> like, it's just such a small connected town that every day you never know who you're gonna meet. And it's one of the most exciting things about Nashville is like every day you potentially could write a number one song, every day you could meet someone that could change your life. And people are just so open to meeting you over there like i go for about i don't know 12 coffees a week with random people that i've never met before just because we're all in the music industry you know i never do that anywhere else in the world like there's just this way of people wanting to get to know each other there that is really special
1: something else about you these are all my personal observations your your music is really easy to listen to but when you listen to it you can you can sort of hear some complexity behind it. So what's your formula for writing songs?
0: Um, I mean I think I write from experiences and I also love to observe so I've always naturally just observed other people and relationships and things like that and grew up on a lot of like story songs. I guess 19th female country music was very much story kind of driven so Um, I mean, there's that element there from the lyric point of view, but then there's also, like, obviously in New Zealand, we didn't grow up with country radio, but I am a massive fan of pop radio and melody. So there's a combination of, like, I love melody, but I also love to tell a story. Um, And every day, in terms of how we go about writing those songs, but I just collect a lot of ideas on my phone. Like, my notes on my phone and my voice memos are just full of ideas that when I go into a write, I'll be like... I want to write this song today and i'll have a song and then we kind of go from
1: there yeah because i always think again as a consumer it's the melody that gets me into the song and it's the lyrics that make me want to listen to more from that artist
0: i agree i think they're equally as important you know um i think yeah for me i'm probably more melody as well i think that's the part that sticks and i really i love melodies like think earworms and melodies are my favorite thing um so you know artists like Pink and Katy Perry and Shania were some of the best at you know melodies um but then like you said once you look a bit deeper you're like what are they actually talking about here and I love it when it's like there's some kind of message or some kind of empowering you know, feeling that you
1: get from the song as well. Now, you've just announced a tour. It's the Nights Like This tour through New Zealand. Uh, I think tickets went on sale on Monday, and you are playing in Tauranga, New Plymouth, Palmy North. Great place, Palmy North. That's where I grew up. Havelock (laughs) Havelock North, Nelson, Waimati, Waimati, Invercargill, Dunedin, Christchurch, Whangarei, and Auckland. How much do you love touring your home country?
0: Ah. We live in the best country in the world, honestly. It's such a treat. You know, having spent a lot of time in Australia and now starting to really look into America, we are so spoiled here in New Zealand. Like, we have beautiful towns. Everything's actually pretty close. Um, And it's just awesome to get out and meet so many people. That's been my favorite thing with getting the chance to tour now. So, yeah, it's definitely number one thing that I love to do is getting through our own beautiful country.
1: Country Music Award winner in Nashville uh, how blown away were you that you won Best International Artist?
0: That was wild and they kept it a surprise which was the best thing um, they told me that I'd be on very carpet. Tyler Hubbard from Florida Georgia Line would be joining me because he was playing a show in Australia and the whole thing made sense in my mind um, but then he, like Tyler Hubbard comes along and just pulls out this trophy and it was such an amazing moment that I, I just know I'll remember forever because it was just like, I was just very stoked to be on the carpet. You know, we had like, Post Malone was in front of us, there was Luke Combs behind me. It was just like, I don't know what I'm doing here, first and foremost. Um, and then to be presented an award, it's like, I don't know, the universe has a wild way of doing things, but, you know, having just moved to Nashville six months ago and. You know, it's been hard, and there's been a lot of late moments where I'm like, "What am I doing with my life?" And then you have something like that happen, and it just reminds you that you're on the right path, which
1: I think is really nice. Yeah, doors are opening. Doors <laughs> are definitely opening, which is brilliant. Um, and even though you've relocated to Nashville, I think I saw an ad somewhere. I can't remember. You're playing. Are you, when are you next playing? Are you playing something unofficial or official or something before the tour starts in New Zealand in March?
0: yeah, we're doing a bunch of meat stocks. Um, we're doing Rhythm and Alps news. Year's. We're actually spending, up a lot of time over here over the summer, which is, the goal is to eventually be able to base myself in America in the winter, for New Zealand winter, and then back here in the summer and just put my time as, as the ultimate at the end of the day. So um, there's definitely gonna be no turning my back on New Zealand, I will be here just as much as I ever was, just in more kind of, you know, specialized times of the year.
1: So you still support the All Blacks and not the Nashville Predators? (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh my god I screamed so loud during that rugby world cup you have no idea we had a, we had a whole bar full
1: of Kiwis it was great oh brilliant Kayleigh, um, as always really appreciate your time on my show um, thanks for converting me or enlightening me and uh, getting my toes tapping and uh, yes you'll probably be number one on my playlist next year as well because I've got a lot of music to listen to over Christmas you got more stuff coming out soon more stuff coming out soon yeah.
0: I've got another single coming out next Friday, and then we've got an album coming out starting next year, so
1: there's a lot to come. So, Excellent. Yeah, hopefully I'm having the top five next year too.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Well, you crack on, Kaylee. Thanks heaps.
1: Thanks, See you, mate. There she is, Kaylee Bell. Um, you know, with fame and success, people can change. She hasn't changed one iota, and I haven't. Known her long, let's let's be honest. But she's just so real, and the fact you can, and she is a country music star now. She's won one of the big big awards at the World Country Music Awards, and you just text her and say, "Come on the show." She goes, "Yep, sweet." Um, loves New Zealand, loves writing music, and she's just so real, uh, absolutely fantastic. Kayleigh Bell there, uh, and her nights like this tour, as I say, tickets go on sale fourth December. Her tour starts 14th of March in Tauranga and then about you know, 21st of March New Plymouth and then, jeepers, 21, 21st March New Plymouth, 22nd Palmy, 23rd Havelock North, then a five-day break and then Nelson, Waimati, Invercargill, Dunedin and Auckland is the 13th of April. So in one month, 2, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 12 gigs in one month. Tickets are on sale. Just go. I don't know where you get them. Just Google uh, Kayleigh Bell tickets, I guess, for her New Zealand tour. Great stuff, great stuff. We'll come back shortly.